Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Sharing the Gospel in Tough Times. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you so full of thanksgiving and praise, so thankful that you're a good God, you're a merciful God, you're a loving God. Father, we come hungry for what you have today to change us, to make us more like you, and we choose to be a doer of your word. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk about sharing the gospel in tough times. I think most Christians would agree that these are somewhat tough times, but are they really compared to the rest of history? God's followers dealt with some very wicked kings, right? I assume that most people listening to this podcast were able to eat today and had a comfortable bed to sleep in and electricity in their residence, right? So first off, when we think times are tough, they are probably not as bad as we think sometimes. But by the same token, these are wicked times as evil is growing in America and the world. The devil, who is the master of deception, has convinced many people that wrong is right and right is wrong. For example, he has absolutely convinced many people that Christianity is evil. Isn't that ironic that the master of evil, Satan, has convinced people that God's people are evil? But God has and will prevail in the end, and God's followers will be with him for eternity and the devil's followers will be with him for eternity. Well, let's start today in Luke 5, 27 through 31, the New King James. The title is Matthew the Tax Collector. 27, after these things, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax office, and he said to him, follow me. Folks, first, it is important to point out that Jesus spent a lot of time with his disciples, the believers, and a whole lot of time with his Father God in prayer, and also a lot of time in the Scriptures. But he had balance in his time, a great example for us. So today, we're focusing on his time out in the world. In this verse, he asked Levi, a dreaded tax collector, to follow him. By the way, Matthew is the Greek name and Levi was the Hebrew name. And Levi did follow Jesus in the next verse. So similarly, we tell the world about Jesus and ask them to follow him. Notice that Levi will choose to follow Jesus. If he hadn't, Jesus wouldn't have begged him. Oh, please, Levi. Oh, please follow me. And Jesus wouldn't have given up if Levi hadn't followed him. Similarly, We cannot and should not beg people to follow Jesus. We do our work and let the Holy Spirit do His work. If they choose to follow Jesus, we can help them. If they don't, we can pray for them and maybe talk to them in the future. Now, verse 28. So he left all, rose up, and followed him. My friends, Levi chose to respond to Jesus and follow him. He left all. Have we left all? Or do we hold on to things that keep us out of the perfect will of God? 29. Then Levi gave him a great feast in his own house, and there were a great number of tax collectors and others who sat down with them. Folks, this is one of the side benefits of reaching people for Jesus. They may invite you over for a great feast. Just kidding, folks. 
But I guess they could. When my kids listen to this, they might say, that was not funny, Dad. Any other dads out there that get that response? Well, back to the message. Verse 30. And their scribes and Pharisees complained against his disciples, saying, Why do you eat and drink with tax collectors and sinners? My friends, now the self-righteous religious people came out against Jesus, basically saying, Why are you hanging out with tax collectors and sinners? So when we are out in the world, we should be looking for people to reach for Jesus. Sometimes with the prompting of the Holy Spirit, especially when it involves going to questionable places. 31. Jesus answered and said to them, Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. Folks, what a great response from Jesus. Bold, but still in love. Seems obvious, doesn't it? The saved people don't need to hear the message of repentance. The lost need to hear it. What if Jesus never asked Levi to follow? We wouldn't be reading about it in the Word of God. Sadly, many Christians are waiting on God to do everything. Mark chapter 16 says God works with us, you and I, confirming his word through signs following. 32, I have not come to call the righteous but sinners to repentance. My friends, notice we call sinners to repentance. That means to turn away from sins, not just to be sorry for their sin, and certainly not to say that it is not a sin anymore like many churches have done with people. There is a terrible penalty coming for those people and churches that have changed the gospel to make life easy on the flesh, instead of preaching repentance like Jesus taught us. I pray that those people will themselves repent and come back to Jesus and come back to the true gospel. Reminds me of my good friend Sam's prayer. For so many years, he prayed, God, show me the truth. God is trying to get us the truth if we truly want it and not the world's opinion. Luke 6, 27 through 32 in the New King James. Love your enemies. 27, but I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Folks, as you know, we can't just pick out the verses we like and just do those. Love is an irreplaceable part of sharing the gospel with the lost and dirty world. We have to choose to love everyone. 28, bless those who curse you and pray for those who spitefully use you. 29, to him who strikes you on the one cheek, offer the other also. And from him who takes away your cloak, do not withhold your tunic either. My friends, we should read these types of scriptures more often and the ones about how God is going to bless us less often. Don't you think? 30, give to everyone who asks you. And from him who takes away your goods, do not ask them back. 31. And just as you want men to do to you, you also do to them likewise. Folks, I think we all learned this one in kindergarten or first grade. But do we do it consistently? 32. But if you love those who love you, what credit is that to you? Even sinners love those who love them. My friends, think about that for a minute. Sinners love those who love them. That includes us Christians. If they feel love from us, they are much more open to receiving our advice and more importantly, receiving Jesus. Luke 9, 1 through 6, the New King James, sending out the 12. 1. Then he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. 
Folks, sometimes we want to ignore these type of verses also, as it is easy to walk in the flesh and say, I can't do that. I'm only Greg or whatever your name is. But God has called all of his followers to do this and have faith for it. Two, he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. My friends, notice it is not just being nice to people and loving them, of course. We have to do that first. But also to preach the gospel to them, the good news to them, that Jesus died for them, and they have to receive his free gift to allocate it in their personal life. Three, he said to them, take nothing for the journey, neither staffs, nor bag, nor bread, nor money, and do not have two tunics apiece. Folks, part of this verse is taking our focus off of us and putting our focus on others. For whatever house you enter, stay there, and from there depart. Five, and whoever will not receive you when you go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet as a testimony against them. My friends, this verse gives the balance of the gospel message. Love and care about others. Pray for them and talk to them about Jesus. But if they don't receive you, move on with love to the next person and shake the dust off your feet. Six, they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Folks, we can learn so much from just one short Bible verse, and this verse is no exception. The first part of verse six, so they departed. Friends, we have to get off the couch and out of the house to reach people most of the time. When is the last time someone came to your door and said, Could you tell me about Jesus? The next part of this verse says, And went through the towns. So part of this is getting out of our comfort zone, witnessing to people out of the normal places, and being more aware of the Holy Spirit's guidance when we come across people. The next part of verse 6 says, Preaching the gospel. Folks, the gospel is good news, and the most important part of the good news is that Jesus died on the cross for them. They just have to choose to accept that free gift and then walk it out. The last part of verse 6 says, and healing everywhere. My friends, God is a healing God, and that healing power is in us. We activate God's power by faith. Praise God. Let's all choose to become more bold and loving each day and reach out to more and more people for Jesus in these tough times, these end times. Praise God. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you help us. You help us do these things, Father. Whenever we do your word, Father, you help us and things happen, Father, for your good. So we thank you for helping us. We choose to walk in them. And thank you for helping us wherever we go and being with us. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.